Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell, and I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs, and I've been in business since 1994. I want to thank our sponsors, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden at the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 275 star reviews on Zillow, and they have over 100 million in sales between the two. They are consummate professionals, and we refer to them all of the time. I will put their information in today's show notes. Click and go. All right, so this happened yesterday in our fitness world, and I thought it was pretty cool. You know, this is one of those things that I think has a great little life lesson in there for us. We were training outdoors as we do on Tuesdays. That's me and uh, Dr. Gary Frick, who's a psychiatrist who I've trained for many years now, and he is a uh, physical fitness specimen in my opinion and uh, we were doing some intervals and um, we're getting ready to start our interval and we noticed this guy who has one of the businesses very close to us. We, we see him most every morning. He kind of walks back and forth a little bit. One of his rituals is he takes the trash out to the dumpster and we tend to be outside at the same time. So as he was walking by, I said to Gary, I said, hey, look how much weight this guy has lost. And uh, Gary looks over at him and he was like, yeah, he does. And I said to him, I said, hey, have you lost a lot of weight? And he says, yeah, you know, I've lost 55 pounds. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the black suit I'm wearing. You know, everybody notices, you know, blah, blah, blah. And... Um, you know, obviously trying to, uh, you know, um, you know, not take so much credit or whatever, you know. And um, we said, no, that's, that's really awesome. So he goes about his business and Gary goes about his business. And then towards the end of the workout, Gary says to me, he says, hey, take one of your books and give it to him. And I'm going to pay for it for this gentleman as a gift. And... Uh, so I said, oh, that's pretty cool, Gary. He says, yeah, say it's from Dr. Frick for, you know, doing such a great job. And I said, ah, you know, that's, that's really nice. So when Gary left, I went inside and I, um, I, I um, inscribed the book. And then Ellen took it down to him a little bit later and wrote a message in there from Dr. Frick and kind of explained it to him. And uh, a little bit later... After I had left, um, he had come down and wanted to thank me, so he thanked Ellen. This is the gentleman, of course, who lost the 55 pounds. And, you know, that, that's a pretty cool thing, but it gets even better. So I come into work this morning, and it's it's today's Wednesday. You're hearing this on a different day, but it's Wednesday for me. And um, I had an early client, and then I'm heading out to uh, do something at my house before I come back and I'm usually on the go. So anyway, I see him walking towards the gym and uh, he's carrying my book. And uh, you know, and the other side of it is that he looked really sharp. You know, like I always notice when people lose weight, they start to dress better. They, 
Um, they just look better, you know? I mean, I, I did it. You know, when I, when I lost weight back in high school, I can remember, you know, you, you want to wear nicer clothes, you know? You feel proud of yourself. So I noticed that with him, and he had on another black jacket, and he looked really sharp, and I noticed he was wearing his hair a little bit differently than he used to, you know? And he was just carrying himself better, and I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's awesome, but anyway, so I saw him walk in and, and he sees me and he, and he motions for me to stop because I'm in my truck now and um, so I pull up next to him and I roll down my window I said hey and he, and he says you know hey I just wanted to thank you so much for the book and uh, you know your, your psychiatrist friend who gave that to me that was just so nice and he says you know I was teasing yesterday but reality is nobody's noticed you know except you guys and uh you know, this guy is an engineer and he teaches engineering school here. And he says, you know, all the guys, all the students that come in to learn and all my contractor friends, you know, nobody said anything to me. And he says, you know, um, you know, I worked in construction and I used to be a bad eater. And he says, and then I quit working construction and I stayed a bad eater and I put on all this weight. You know, now I'm taking it off. I still got a little to go. And he says, um, I want to get with you and learn how to work out because I want to put this all to good use and all this. And I said, oh, yeah, of course. And, you know, I took his card and, and uh, you know, I'm going to interact with him and help him write a workout program to keep him going or whatever he needs me to do. Or because, you know, those are like, in my opinion, like those are the people that you want to help the most because they're already helping themselves and they're reaching out, you know, and it's just a moment you don't want to pass. So, you know, so we leave but it leaves me with this like lesson of how a few good words of encouragement can go such a long way with people, you know? And that is such the polar opposite of what I think we see in society. Not always, not always, but oftentimes, you know? I couldn't help but think this is such the opposite of what I see so many people in the fitness world doing which is basically having some success in their fitness life whether it be winning a race or qualifying for an event or winning a competition or winning games of some kind or another and there is all this self-congratulatory stuff that goes on on social media i mean my goodness now look i get it when you're doing it for business or whatever, you know, sometimes there's that. I mean, I still think there's better ways to do that, but, you know, there's just too much of it. And I just don't think there's enough of people reaching out to other people to congratulate them on their success. You know, is it because we don't notice is it because we're afraid to say something? Is it because we've lost social skills and we don't know how to just go up to somebody that we don't know very well and, and congratulate? I don't know. But look at the difference. Look at the difference. I mean, I know you're just listening to me, but I see the difference. This is a guy I've hardly known. I mean... The only thing we knew him by was the fact that for the last five or six years, and I can remember seeing it more and more during the pandemic when um, 
it was like a ghost town back here and people would just drive their cars into their you know facility up to their facility get out of their car really quick and get in and lock the doors you know but the only thing we know him by is being in the back alley and he drives by and he gives a quick wave and me and Gary jump out of the way because we're usually running intervals and so we're aware of this but maybe said hello here and there so it's not like we know him but yesterday just taking time out of the workout to both of us stop look at him and tell him how good he looks and how you know how awesome that is and and more importantly like him hearing it and appreciating it so much and then saying how nobody in his circle has noticed you know i mean what if we all did more of that like what if we just i mean obviously don't make things up but what if we like really noticed the successes in people right and congratulated them. You know, what if we went out of our way? Like, what if we went out of our way on social media to, you know, instead of like boasting about ourselves, but maybe find areas where there is a weak link that needs to be brought up? Because I'm sorry, the people that are always boasting about themselves, you know, they don't need any more likes and comments on Facebook, in my opinion. I think their cup was very, very full. I think, though, there might be some people struggling that, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe they make a little offhanded comment like, Welp, I finally made it to the gym today. It's been three days, you know, and I, you know, since I last worked out, but I guess I got there. I mean, something like that. I mean, that, that tells us that they're not overly feeling good. I mean, maybe we say, hey, man, at least you got there. You know, we've noticed your progress. I mean... Something like that. I mean, I think there are people that, well, I know we live in a society where it's feast or famine. And the people that are getting attention are getting all the attention. It's kind of like the old 1% of the money type of thing, you know, that 1% have all the money and 1% have all the power of the 99%, you know. I mean, it's it's kind of like that. So it's like, there's people that are out there and driving up the attention, you know, and it's like, what if we balanced it out? I mean, what if we who have enough, you know, instead became cognizant of the people who are really struggling to get better, aren't attention seeking. So it's not like they're even going to know how to ask for attention. But what if we tried a little bit better to pick up on people's cues who aren't so attention seeking just to kind of raise them up a little bit you know because we do have to get better as a society i mean we are all interconnected with one another and it truly is true that we're only as strong as our weakest link So if we have people in this country that are really, really struggling with obesity, and we do, we are 60 to 70% overweight or obese as a nation. That means the majority of people in this country are sick, okay? That means our country is sick. So rather than say, well, I'm fit, you know, I'm fit, So all they have to do is pull themselves up by their bootstraps and do what I did. I mean, okay, you know, what if instead we said, well, they impact me 
And the best way I can help them is, sure, be a role model, but not to be an, a, a braggocious, attention-seeking role model, because that's just a turn-off to everybody. But, you know, yes, be a role model, but don't throw it in people's faces. But also, be an encourager, because there are people out there like that. You know, and I know that, like, Twitter gets a bad rap for being a cesspool of, like, the worst of social media. And maybe that's true, but I also know I've got this like cool little tool in my right hand and it's called the ability to unfollow somebody. So like any of that crap I see that's really negative and toxic and overly political, I just unfollow. So does any social media have to be a cesspool? I mean, maybe that's a reflection of our insides or a projection when you get down to it. But I know this, and uh, you know it's pointless to say the names, but uh, why not? There's this guy named Ian on there. I don't know who he is. I have no idea who he is. I think he lives in England. He, I know he's a black guy because that's his profile picture. And every time I post something on Twitter of a video of me working out or somebody else working out, I always get this like... Uh, you know, emoji of a bicep or man, you get a guy or man, you're awesome or thanks for the inspiration. And it's like, it makes me want to post videos of my clients because it's rewarding. So there are people out there that do do it, you know? And I saw another instance of this that I thought was super, super cool. There's this guy on Twitter who's lost over 130 pounds. I have no idea who he is. I follow him because I love watching his journey, but he's lost 130 pounds and he posts videos of himself working out and uh, he always says things afterwards like I'm a work in progress, you know, I need encouragement, blah, blah, blah. So it's pretty cool. He's got a ton of followers. So I noticed yesterday, it might have, you know, who knows, it could have been a few days, but I saw it yesterday and he was doing a Smith machine bench press and um who else but Arnold Schwarzenegger commented on it? And Schwarzenegger somehow saw it and he says to this guy, and by the way, I love Arnold. I always have. Thought he's an awesome guy. I think he's cool. I think he has done so much. But he's really not attention-seeking. That's what's so cool about him is he's just got this really chill personality. Think of him what you want. I personally like him. So anyway, Arnold writes underneath it, he said, well, you definitely don't need advice in the motivation department because you are inspiring to me. You've taken my breath away. This is what Arnold's saying to this guy. He says, you are phenomenal. And then in his next comment, he said, from a strength standpoint, because I think the guy was asking for some feedback, Arnold said, your form looks great. The only thing I would add is when you go down on the movement, you really think about the stretch, and when you come to the top, you really think about the squeeze, because it's all in the feel, and mind the muscle, and I'm thinking, well, I love this tweet for two reasons. One, because the Arnold Schwarzenegger is giving this guy positive reinforcement, and two, I always say mind to muscle, so I thought it was cool. And the guy was so blown away. You know, he said, thank you, I can't believe the legend Arnold noticed me, and blah, blah, blah. And Arnold replied back, he says, you are now in the family. You are now in the circle. I'm going to be checking back with you, you know, and check back with me. I mean, this can happen, okay? And this this wasn't a guy who is like the fit of the fit, lifting up his shirt and showing his washboard abs. This is a very still obese individual who wants to get better. 
you know, and they're the people we need better. They're the weakest links, right? He, I wouldn't put him in the weakest link category anymore. He's a getting stronger link, but that's what we need. If we want to become better as a society, we need to think about our weakest link. We need to think about our most ill. We need to think about our most obese. If we want to have better insurance rates, if we want to have better medical care, if we want to have less premiums, if we want to have cheaper prescription drugs and things like that, you know, we're all in this together and we will come a long way to try to encourage people to get better. Encourage. Don't whip them. Don't beat them up. Don't shame them. That's flat out not going to work. I'm going to tell you from a psychology standpoint, I got my bachelor's degree in psychology, okay? When it comes to learning, there is positive reinforcement, there is negative reinforcement, and there is punishment, okay? Punishment means that you are actively hurting somebody to get them to learn. You're spanking them, you are smacking their knuckles with a ruler, um, you are putting them in a timeout, okay? That is like punishment. Negative reinforcement means you're taking away something they like in order to make a difference. So in other words, they're not allowed to go to their Little League baseball game. That's negative reinforcement. You're not punishing them. You're not adding something to their life as a hindrance. You're taking something away. That's negative reinforcement. And finally, positive reinforcement is reward. That means that you are giving them a perk for something they did well. So if a student makes the honor roll, you know, you're allowing them a trip to a theme park or something like that. That's positive reinforcement. So this stuff has been studied over, over, and over, okay? And guess what? Results show that the number one driver of behavior is positive reinforcement. Number one, bar none. People are more motivated by positive reinforcement. Number two was negative reinforcement. And last was punishment. So what's the moral of the story? We are going to encourage continued change with positive reinforcement. Look for what they're doing right. When you notice somebody in your circle, this is so simple, losing weight, tell them. Tell them how good they look. Tell them you notice it. When you notice it, who cares if you're wrong, man? You know, quit being a baby. Who cares if they go, I haven't lost any weight. Oh, well, you look like you have. Who cares? When you notice it, point it out. When you see it on social media, point it out. When you see them in person, point it out. When you notice that they've done a 5K for the first time in their life, notice it, point it out, congratulate them, give them praise. When you notice they took up a new hobby that they never did before, such as bicycling or pickleball or tennis, point it out, tell them great job, encourage them. That's the best thing we can do, you know? All it took the other day, that's it. All it took was Gary and I telling that guy how good he looked and asked him if he lost weight. And now look at this positive interaction. We could have been selfish. We could have just, you know, noticed it, mm, maybe went about our business because we're just too darn busy to get our intervals in. But that, but we didn't. Thank God we didn't. That's, a, you know, that that's good. I'm very, very glad. 
I mean, I'm sure I can be guilty of it, you know, and I, and I don't want to be guilty of it. We need to point out when we see things positive. So much good positivity came out of that interaction. All right? So that's the word. Just point it out. Tell somebody good job. It really does go a long way. All right? Thank you, Dr. Doris Antos, a chiropractor of Ormond Beach, who has her practice and office on Granada. She is a graduate of Palmer and she is taking new patients and we do refer to her. I will put her information in the show notes. Be positive, ladies and gentlemen. Be max fit, be max well, and be maximum positive.